Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to marketing strategies to regulatory pressures. To beat the competition or determine whether a new product or idea will succeed, food and beverage companies need to stay ahead of consumers' quickly changing whims, a task that has never been easy but which is becoming more difficult as shoppers take increasingly divergent paths to the plate. Historically, most Americans spend the bulk of their food budget on ingredients or beverages purchased at a grocery store, making it relatively easy for retailers and brands to track what shoppers are buying and spot changes in purchasing patterns that might signal emerging preferences. However, according to Alan Chen, who's the CEO of the artificial intelligence-based food trends and analysis company TasteWise, this is no longer the case. Now, he points out, consumers increasingly are splitting their food budget across a variety of options outside the home, in addition to grocery stores, making it more difficult to track shifting preferences. He also notes that in addition to having more data sets to analyze, food and beverage brands have less time to spot trends, because consumer preferences and dietary requirements are changing so quickly. To help brands more efficiently comb through all this data and identify what consumers want, and more importantly, what they will want in the future, Chen created TasteWise, a consumer intelligence platform that helps food brands understand in real time what consumers are eating and drinking based on free insights as well as more granular data that's available for purchase. In this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, Chen explains how trend spotting in the food and beverage industry is evolving, what specific consumer preferences he sees emerging, and how the motive behind those trends is influencing what will be popular in the future. So the idea of TasteWise came to Chen while he was watching his mother try and navigate his immediate family's ever-changing dietary preferences. And that was solidified when he discovered that the once tried and true tactics that food and beverage brands used to stay ahead of this challenge were no longer working. TasteWise is a consumer intelligence platform that helps a food brand to get a real-time understanding of what are people currently eating and drinking, and even more importantly, what are they going to be eating and drinking in the future? Um, the story for TasteWise actually starts with my uh, family's WhatsApp group, uh, where my mom is uh, regularly inviting us for Shabbat dinner. And ahead of any every Shabbat dinner, she was actually asking she she was asking all of us, what are our new dietary requirements? And very surprisingly, every time she asked, there was someone else with with a new thing. And uh, so she. She kind of inspired me to think that if there are changes in the dietary requirements of my very, you know, immediate family of, you know, 12 people um, every week, you know, nearly, then there must be something much broader happening here. And so when we started talking with a lot of the big uh, food brands, we realized that the changing consumer demand, the new needs from people uh, eating and drinking is actually constantly changing. And there is a an obvious uh, uh, need to get ahead of the curve and really find new methodologies to understand the consumer. So the very immediate idea came from my family's WhatsApp group and very, uh, you know, uh, 
uh, right after we started talking with people in the industry to understand that they are still kind of using traditional marketing research methodologies to understand what are the new needs. So they will be using surveys, you know, asking 100 people uh, walking around, you know, in the mall, then being given a voucher of $100 to answer a few questions um, to things that they don't really know uh, of, like what is, uh, the, what is it that you're eating or drinking or what should be the next flavor of a specific uh, product category. Uh, the second thing we realized that the food, the food brands were still doing is to look a lot at retail analytics. So data from what do we buy in the, in the grocers. And while it was extremely relevant in the past, today retail represents less than 50% of the uh, average uh, spend of uh, Americans in uh, the U.S. So the average American is, is spending a lot more on prepared food in restaurants than they do uh, in the grocery store. Uh, and the third thing that was very interesting for us to learn was that the very sophisticated food brands, some of the technology, you know, the food technology players, the food delivery platforms, they were using a lot of analytics on their in-house data but when you're analyzing your in-house data, it's really difficult to understand what is happening outside of your customer base, outside of your category, to really find new white spaces and you know, try to capture them. And so with TasteWise, what we really do is to look at consumers and kind of um, find new ways to understand what people are eating and drinking and do it in real time. The main way that TasteWise identifies emerging and future food and beverage trends is by looking beyond just what is selling at grocery stores to also focus on what restaurants offer. But it doesn't stop there. It also asks why consumers are ordering specific dishes or products as a way to identify underlying motivations that could influence other upcoming purchases. Basically, when, when we started analyzing what is actually changing with consumers, we realized that there are two main things we need to understand. On one hand is obviously the culinary trend. What is actually the new enhancement, the new ingredients, the new ways to put you know, ingredients together to make something really uh, tasty and exciting and special? So to do that, we really made sure that we, we look at you know, innovation that is coming from everywhere, but more specifically, we need to understand what is happening in the food service category. And so for that, we created a living and breathing database of, um, of 170,000 restaurant menus that we constantly update on a weekly basis. And we're seeing what is actually changing on the menu because the chefs are very close to the end consumer who is eating and drinking. And so they know how to, uh, you know, kind of put things together and, and innovate. And the other, on the other hand, we realized that knowing what people are eating and drinking is only getting you halfway through. What you also need to understand is the why, is the motivation behind eating and drinking a specific item. Uh, TasteWise makes all of this data available on its digital platform, which includes both a free and premium version that offer different levels of granularity. We have the free version where anyone can, you know, register and start uh, searching, and they will be getting a partial um, a partial um, uh, result 
Uh, and then you have the premium version where, you know, a paying customer like the CPG companies and restaurant chains, uh, and then they get access to a lot, you know, more granular data that helps them uh, uh, make daily decisions. But the, ba the, the basics of the platform is quite, uh, is quite easy. So you, you start usually when you're a CPG, you start with a brief, right? Um, or you're starting with exploration. And so the platform allows the two different modes. Uh, you can either, you know, type in an ingredient um, that you're researching or your category, maybe ice cream, maybe a pizza or a burger, and then get real-life uh, results of, uh, on top of it, you can also research different segments and audiences. Let's say you have a very strong brand amongst the um, others, and you really want to know what is on their top of mind, what do they have on their plate, and what are the new diets and and functional needs that they require from their food. And so the systems also allows you to kind of pick your audience and, and kind of uh, see what is happening in that domain and then extract the insights and go you know, back to your kitchen and uh, prepare the next uh, uh, innovative food. Beyond just the cost effectiveness that TasteWise is, the idea that you can actually check things right away and get answers based on um, a large, you know, vast amount of data, every search uh, you're doing on our platform is based on uh, more than 300, uh, 300 million uh, data points, is quite a powerful and a robust way to upgrade your thinking process, your development process, your innovation pipeline, and all the way to your marketing innovation. So what are the trends that Chen is watching at TasteWise? Well, like a lot of people, he says he's watching the popularity of veganism or plant-based eating. But because TasteWise can zoom in at a very granular level, he says he can see not just who is and isn't adopting the diet, but how it's influencing product development across categories. You know, in general, everybody knows that uh, veganism was quite, you know, rising in quite staggering number. Now, what can you do with this data point? Is it really relevant to your category? Is it really impacting your audiences, your, uh, your market and business? And so the one thing with a trend is really to be able to uh, find what are the implications on my business. And this is something that is immediate and is available in the platform. The second thing is, you know, within the, the category, within an audience, you can constantly see what are the rising things in general. So I can tell you, for instance, you know, we were talking about uh, veganism is kind of stagnating. It's not rising anymore. We see it, um, um, it balanced off at around 5.5% uh, of, of uh, the population. Um, however, we see that new categories are getting, um, you know, plant-based. So in the past category, uh, you know, we were used to the zoodle, right? Um, we were used to the, the, the zoodles, and, but there is now new ways to uh, actually cream your pasta, which is something that veganism and plant-based food people need. So from the cashew cheese, we now see cashew sour cream. And from, and from uh, just adding a, a cream, people adding uh, oat milk. And uh, we're seeing that even people are innovating as much as adding some hummus into their pasta sauce as a creamer as an, 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 an additional protein. So the exciting part is uh, really to go beyond uh, just the granular high-level trend. Um, 
another thing um, you know that we're seeing again with with diet in general and then how they trickle down to different categories is that it used to be very you know general um, but now everything is becoming more granular Chen also is tracking through tastewise the rise and evolution of the keto and low carb diets to include more comfort foods like keto and lo- like low carb and they're pretty much replacing some of the other um, other diets not not in in a way that they're replacing but in a way that people are becoming a lot more specific and they're well informed about what they're eating and what is what purpose does it serve um, and so I can tell you for instance that it's one thing to see that cauliflower crust um, pizza is rising or that people love cauliflower rice or broccoli rice uh, as, a, as a low carb or carb free um, um, ingredient. But it's more important to understand, uh, for instance, with the cauliflower crust pizza, that what they really want by looking for, their, for this recipe is that they're looking for uh, comfort food even though they're on a keto diet. So they want the comfort food that is going to be compatible with the lifestyle uh, that they've chosen for themselves and with the nutrition that they want to, um, to be on. Uh, and that's where you know, the trends are becoming a little bit more uh, actionable for food brands and for uh, quick service restaurants or any other any restaurant, actually. Another quote-unquote actionable trend for CPG companies that Chen is tracking on TasteWise is the migration of, quote, bowls from a style of eating previously restricted to restaurants and takeout joints to way of cooking at home for which consumers are seeking a few prepackaged shortcuts. We've been talking about the bowl for quite a while now, and, um, you know, bowl is a great way to say, how can I have... Um, great ingredients uh, in, in uh, you know, that are going to be, you know, filling and I'm not going to be hungry after. Uh, so it's not like a small salad. It's a portion on it, you know, on its own. Um, and the first evolution of, you know, of the bowl was actually, you know, ramen. Like you have a whole meal in one, in one bowl, in one soup. Um, and then evolving, in, you know, the, the, the poke bowl uh, coming uh, for us, if I'm not mistaken, from Hawaii. Uh, and the idea then rolled into different categories, everything from a burrito bowl. So instead of having uh, a tortilla for your burrito, you actually have um, you have all the great ingredients that you love, but in a bowl, and then it's gluten-free. Um, and you can actually load it with a little bit more protein that you would do uh, otherwise, and maybe a lot more fiber. And so the bowl represents a great uh, opportunity, not only in the, you know, in helping in helping consumers get a whole meal that has less carb that they, they were used to or less processed food, which is something people really, uh, you know, strongly care about, uh, all the clean, you know, eating and clean diet. Uh, but it is also um, getting, and this is something we've noticed, getting into a, a whole new segment of people that are now, making bowls at home, and this is something they're cooking, and they're actually going into the retail space, uh, which they haven't been doing much uh, otherwise. So the bowl is actually getting a lot more people healthier. And, um, and within the bowl, there's also uh, the rise of, of new condiments coming in. Um, so, you know, Sriracha was there, and it is, uh, it is uh, quite popular. But we see a lot more um, healthier um, condiments, like tahini, 
you know, coming from the Middle East. It's a crushed sesame seed that has a very creamy texture to it. It adds a little bit of uh, flavor as well. And people love, uh, love having it into the bowl. So the bowl is really a great opportunity to explore and experiment with new ingredients that um, you, uh, you didn't try before. I think this is a great opportunity for, uh, for retailers, grocers, and also convenience stores, helping consumers build their bowls, you know, in a much easier way. Why wouldn't you be able to go uh, next to the convenience store, next to your uh, place, and pick the ingredients uh, already chopped and cut for your bowl and, you know, help you uh, do this job? And this is uh, where I think a lot of the innovation in the retail space is going to uh, is going to expand into making cooking a lot easier for people that are so conscious about their time and they're so conscious about optimizing every hour in the day. TasteWise can help with more than just trend spotting. According to Chen, the company is working closely with several food and beverage brands to develop new products, marketing campaigns, and even identify entirely new concepts that address consumers' daily struggle to get dinner on the table. So we are currently working with uh, some of, uh, of the world's uh, biggest uh, food, food and hospitality brands out there, um, some of the leading beverage companies in the U.S. Um, unfortunately, I cannot disclose the, the specific names uh, of a lot of our customers, but uh, we've, we're working with the market very closely um, on everything from product innovation. So what should be my next product? Uh, what should be my new flavor? Uh, what are the new qualities that my product will be needing in the next year, two, three, uh, or even more? And all the way to deciding how to launch a product. How is it going to land you know, better? And uh, we keep you know, working on our uh, artificial intelligence capabilities to be well, uh, well acquainted with people eating and drinking and being able to translate the, the, uh, the real-life behavior into insights that are helping the market move forward. And so we have a lot of focus on, a lot of focus on uh, getting, uh, uh, getting most of the use cases, uh, you know, much faster, much more, uh, much more uh, exciting uh, innovations coming up. And at the same time, we are um, very excited to be working on some of the, of the evolving concepts of, you know, virtual restaurants and how can we discover what are the gaps in the market um, and what, what, is the, what is the consumer need so we can, uh, you know, help the uh, food industry move forward and really make sure that many of the daily and strategic decisions are based on real-time data and the, the, all the critical, um, critical discussions are bringing you know, together the art of making food and beverage, but combining it with the science and the, and the analytics that we're providing. If you want to know what other trends are emerging or how TasteWise might help take your brand or company in a new direction, check out tastewise.io online. And with that, we've reached the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope you'll join me again next week. And to ensure that you remember, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Until next time, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive and profitable week. <music>